you can look as cute as you want, but the soft skills matter. You can't teach somebody soft skills. You have to work on that every day. Hi, kings and queens. This is Still Sharp and Still. Welcome back, kings and queens. This is your truly job pat. This is the Still Sharp and Still show. A place where black excellence meet black mediocrity. You know the vibes, your boy Mr. Love is Love is here. We back again. Alright, family. If you didn't do it, please hit that subscribe button. Alright, whatever you take from us, you learn and you grow with it. Whatever we take from you, you learn and we grow with it as well. Alright? Just like, comment, and share, guys. And today we sharing black victory with this queen amongst herself. Uh -huh. I'm gonna let her properly introduce herself to the world. Talk about it. Hey everyone, so my name is Bria Henry. Um, I met these great young men um, through networking, which I love, and um, the black community. But um, I am the founder of Be Smart Girls Mentorship Program here in Brooklyn, New York. And um, I'm so happy to be here on this platform and share with you guys all the things that we've been doing in our mentorship program. And hopefully we could connect in the future and you guys can connect with them because they're doing great things. 100%. And we're so happy to, you know, do this today. Yo, our gratitude first, we just want to applaud you for even coming out, considering you coming out during this pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's definitely something we're going to get into today, like, to staying relevant during the pandemic, but we appreciate your soul, like, no love, you know what I'm no saying? Problem. Um, We want to get into Be Small Girls, Um, so if somebody be like, what is Be Small, what is your response? Okay, so when people ask me what is Be Smart Girls, initially they think because my name is Bree, mm -hmm. the B stands for Bree and then uh, Smart uh, Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that it's actually a school. Like, Be Smart is a school, um, the Brooklyn School for um, Math and uh, Research. And um, uh, this program is uh, my baby, it's my passion. Um, I started this program last year. Um, and the purpose of this program is to build college readiness among girls and to also boost their self-esteem as well as boost um, extracurricular activities within um, the schools because I know like a lot of the time that we were in school, I can't speak for others, but I went to Prospect Heights in Brooklyn. Oh, yes, yeah, so I went to Prospect Heights <laughs> and I didn't really have a lot of mentors to look up to that looked like me and that were successful, that were gonna teach me the ropes and you know, you know, help me grow through my matriculation through college and high school. So I thought that it was important that they that I came to the school and just share whatever I could with them, you know. So it's ever growing. It started off with eight girls and um every week I got a new girl. Um so That's now I'm up fire. to like fifteen and mm -hmm. we're gonna keep going and um I have Jada, she's behind the camera. She's helping me this year. So shout out, I'm shout so out. happy. Shout for out, that shout too. out to Miss Still, shout yeah. Still. Shout out to yeah. college readiness for a fact. Yeah. That's amazing. And all, yeah, that's that's fire like the fact that you're doing something to develop leaders, you know, because leadership is about developing leaders around you, mm -hmm. and you're building that culture of this confidence, self-esteem, and college readiness, life readiness yeah. is very vital to the to the blood of, of the future. You feel what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we want to applaud you for that one. Big um, time, big time. time. Yeah. Like that shit is crazy. Like how would you how how important would you say sisterhood is, and how does it like relate to like this woman empowerment? In regards to be smart because you are having a collective group of you know black queens black princesses um so how important would you feel like sisterhood is and unity and stuff like that um so sisterhood is very important to me as you guys know i'm a member of delta sigma theta sorority incorporated Talk about yep, it. Yep, yep. shout out to the rise um but even beyond that when i was in school like i said i didn't have um much african-american women leaders in my school besides my parents and my um my aunts and godparents and stuff like that like in school and even through our programs it was a lot of women that didn't look like me you know what i mean so i just when i got to college and i joined uh, a sisterhood i have people that now i can lean on and that i could depend on and i also speak to them and i let them know like Throughout this program, I have grades 9 through 12, and I also let them know that even though someone's in the ninth grade or the 10th grade and 11th grade, once you leave these doors, number one, whatever happens in the mentorship program stays in the mentorship program. And when you see them outside of the program, even though you come from different walks of life, you just never know where a person is going to end up. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So just building that camaraderie and, you know, um, telling them that it's so important to like depend on each other because yeah. you know in high school everybody you know you have 
the the popular people the not so popular people the geeks the this the that but we all know that none of that matters mm -hmm. like 10 years from now the people that you thought weren't important they yeah, may be important you get yeah. what i'm saying so it's like you got to just understand like just just build on each other and continue to uplift each other because you just never know when that person's going to cross your path again you know? yeah. we're all people and we're just looking to maintain and just survive at the end of the day yep. yeah so, I, I tell people all the time like we could go far by yourself but you go further with people and Brian always specify like how important numbers is mm -hmm. the strength in numbers yes 100% 100% that's, that's very vital so at the same time let's tap into the creative side of be smart um how has a mentorship because you're saying like, whatever is done inside the mentorship stays in the mentorship so how can the mentorship help the students um grow and be ready for the outside life okay that's a great question um so you know I started off the program with um I'm doing a lot of goal goal searching and like um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like vision boards. I know that's a popular that's thing amazing. now. Amazing. Yeah, so I start off with vision boards with them so that they can get a grasp of actually putting out on paper like what I'm they want. It. Yeah. Yes, because like we'll talk about our goals as much as we want, but sometimes when you have that visual reminder, you constantly try to you know get yourself to push yourself to be there. You know what 100%. I mean? So um, we have we do vision boards, then we um, move on to uh, college essay writing. Mm -hmm. I know they do that a little bit in school, but one thing I don't like about, you know, schools now is it's a lot based on statistics and not really like building the character of these people, right? right? Yeah. And that's why, you know, you mentioned numbers, like it, the numbers are important, but um, which numbers are important? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you. you know, because quality. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because well, they can, you know, pass the SATs and all those things, but like, have you built their moral character mm -hmm. and, you Are know, they really they, capable? Yes, yeah. yes. And um, so I thought that was important. So we do the essay writing and then we move on to, um, you know, self esteem building. So we'll talk about like their insecurities. And, you know, I, I also let them know, like, they always be like, Miss Bree, you don't understand, like, this boy and this, like, you mm -hmm. know, it's so funny, but I'm like, the all the things that we discuss here is important because they may not have a woman at home to talk to about their insecurities and how to push through those things yeah. and you know stuff like that so um you know every week i try to do something fun and innovative but That's then good. i and then i try to turn over to do something like resume building that prepares them for um for um uh, college and even to get jobs because a lot of these girls um you'd be surprised uh, they don't even think about college. They're thinking about how can I graduate, get a job to help my six or seven siblings. And that's you tough. know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's tough to, to, yes. to think like that mm -hmm. at an age like that. Yeah, 16, so, yeah. 16. So for you to be in the position you are for them, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that. push them, let them understand, like, yo, it's, a, it's, it's an alternative to what you're thinking about mm -hmm. right now. You get what I'm saying? So yes. from what I'm getting, from what you're saying right now is, not only not only not only you're trying to um help them with their with their educational skills um their their skills for for, for the real world but also their their internal skills yes. mm -hmm. you know what i'm yes. saying what we like to call it with somebody a great guest had um, mentioned to us soft skills yeah i was gonna i was gonna get into it that's that's amazing that's amazing that's yep. from what i'm getting mm -hmm. yeah you spoke about um character and how important moral character is and you look at society, just the curriculum of Western civilization, like the curriculum that they use, they don't really like, you know, enforce and encourage character. So that's very, very important. Like 100%. character versus credentials, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, so like, like how Brian said, like somebody came here recently and spoke about soft skills. Um, so how important would you feel like it is for these young queens to develop the soft skills, mm -hmm. the loyalty, the, the um, integrity? Like mm -hmm. how important do you think that is? for your mentorship program to you? Um, I, th these are great questions. Um, well, the first thing is, uh, I'll give a quick story. When I was in college, I went to uh, Hampton University and we used to dress up every day. Like that was the thing to do on campus. You had to wear your makeup and mm -hmm. your heels and your this, your that. And I used to go to class late a lot mm -hmm. because of this thing. And then um, one of my professors, like I would get like really good scores on the essays and tests and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then um, when midterms came around, I had a C plus in the class. And like on every test, I was getting 95. So I, I knocked on his door. I was like, hey, I just, I just was just wondering, why do you think it's okay for you to give me a C plus when I'm yeah. doing well? And he was like, you can look as cute as you want, 
but the soft skills matter. You can't teach somebody soft skills. You have to work on that every day. So he told me, like, at the end of the day, still sharpening still, you got to do better. Right. Like, if you don't do better, I'm not going to just give you a grade. You got to earn it. Right. You know what I mean? So I think soft skills are so important because you can miss an opportunity from being late, from not showing up, from not right. being punctual. Right. All those Punctuality. Things. Yes. These little yes. things, the small details yes. mold you who you are. Yes. Shout out to that professor that, that gave you that realization. Yes. 100%. Yeah. That's an experience that you could teach your kids, yes. you know? Mm -hmm. That's definitely a story to tell. Mm -hmm. And that's so dope. Like, not even to get to another topic, how your school, people dressed up every day. I went to the University of Bridgeport, mm -hmm. and people wore sweats. Like, people just, like, dressed normal. They real didn't casual, care. Really yeah. real casual. They going to class. But, you know, you went to uh, HBCU, and these black men and women are dressing up in suits and dresses. And that's very important to be an example to the youth. You yeah. know, they seeing that is really important. How did so, you keep your energy and your standard like at, at an old time on point, like being amongst so much other qualified people? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I haven't like, even thought about that. Um, you know I what it you. is? Thank I you. I appreciate you. it. And um, I think the name of uh, you guys' platform is just so relevant in, in this whole conversation, but still sharpening still. Like, if you see someone else doing something, you don't want to be the weakest link. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you're going to get up. You're going to try to be on time. You're going to push yourself to be the best because you have nothing but that around you. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. that's what I'm saying. So it's either you step up to the plate or then you, or you fall behind. Right. And a lot of people don't make it to the end. You know what I At mean? All. They don't make it because you got such high expectations but i also had to take some time um throughout the years to say you're still young and yeah. I, we never sit in the moment like this platform you guys got going on right now is so dope like it may not be where you want to be right now, but like you're doing it though. Yeah, like you get what I'm saying? Yes. So like I had to stop. You remind us of that every yes. day about to cut you off. Yes, Thank of you. course. You have to sit in the moment. Like even though you know you're around such great people and you're doing great things, like just sit in the moment and say thank God for just where I'm at right yeah. now. For, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, just applaud your existence and whatever yes. you're doing. The yes. gratitude you know? must be mm -hmm. there, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like we need to applaud ourselves, but in life we get hijacked by so many things, mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important for mentorship programs because. Like you said, when they leave that door, when they leave Be Smart, they're in a whole different world. Mm -hmm. So you just molding them is really, really important. Yes. So being an example, um, just leadership, like it's really like key yeah. for your for your program. How do you um how do you choose your candidates specifically? Like what's the the process? Yes, talk about it. Well, so at, first, at first it was you have to have over a, a, like a three point GPA. You have to um you know you know, you have to fill out this application, but our application has like essay questions, so mm. you have to fill it out in detail. You have to give a few options of options of the colleges you want to go to. You have to commit to showing up to the program every single week at a certain amount of, at a certain time for a certain amount of time. And um I was very strict at first and then I realized that there was so much going on with these girls. Like I couldn't even be like I had to just be like, you know what? If you didn't fill out the application, still come. Mm -hmm. If you didn't get to do this, still come. Because a lot of them were afraid and um, apprehensive about joining the program. Because they were like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit in. I don't know if I have the qualifications. And at first it was like, no, you have to have a three-pointer. You have to have this. And then eventually I was just like, everybody just don't have that. Yeah. Everybody got a story. How did it make you feel to lower your standard? Um, not really lower your standard, but just because I was going to get touch that topic. It's crazy how you got me there before I wanted to get there, girl. <laughs> Forgive me, though. It's no cool. No problem. Go ahead. But how, how, how were you able to meet, meet them where they was at? Um, I had to go back to the drawing board. Mm -hmm. I had to go back to the drawing board. Like with any business or anything, you'll have a vision of kind of what you want. And then things shift and society changes and then the factors change. And then you're like... You gotta make a play. I, that's what you gotta do. You gotta adapt. You gotta, make, you gotta adapt. That's what it was. Cool. I was like, because cool. I was like, all right, so this we're gonna do resume building. This we're gonna do college readiness. And then I, I like to do like corporate fashion. So I'm like, I'm gonna do corporate fashion with them this time and third. And then I started talking to them. And then it was just as simple as they just don't like the way they look. Yeah. They don't like the way, like they don't have. A, that should give me chills yeah. though. It's like that's sad yeah. though. It's, it's and that's why building a confidence is so important. Yeah. Like, yes. confidence is like, when you break down the word confidence, 
and you break down the Latin origin, con is with, and fid is with fidelity. Mm. So it is staying loyal to yourself. Mm. And just to build that confidence, people need to self-develop. But it's so hard, like, especially that black young queen. Like, they going through so many trials and tribulations at home. You know what I'm saying? That's why we we shout out Be Smart every day. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the organizations. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything. Like, anything that's putting black people in progress, because this is a world of emergency right now. So, like, we applaud the sisterhood. Um, What's the funnest thing you be doing? Like, you said you you have to, um, you be ingenuitive sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, what's a a fun experience that you had? Um, Because I know COVID, you know, shit changed recently. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. One week, um, one of the girls, she likes to sing, mm-hmm. and she knew I used to sing. She was like, Miss Bree, you think you could just give us vocal lessons one week? Wait, Tom, hold yeah. on, you sing? Look, oh, no, God, no, you yeah. asked me to rap. You didn't. You oh, asked me to rap. Listen, no, listen, listen, today she is not the day. Today is not the day. Uh, Listen, I didn't know you sing. What happened when you told when you told little girl to sing? Yeah. Oh, so we were just like in there going through like the songs that they like, and mm-hmm. we were just in there like. It was like I was with my homegirls for real. I'm not gonna lie. So I cut on music that they like, and we'll just be in there just singing. I like listen, mm-hmm. they, and they're such a good vibe. You know what I mean? So I'll just cut the music on, and then I would sing something, and they'll repeat after me, and I'll sing something, repeat after me. And mm-hmm. this had nothing to do with my curriculum. Like this was on the whim. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was just like, you know what? Sometimes you just need somebody to just be there. Yeah, you that's all. Mean? Every listener needs right a listener. That makes yeah. sense. And that was our way of communicating. Like, and pushing each other. Yes, you know what I mean? So um, that was one thing that I thought was super fun because um, like, I gave up. When I was in high school, um, mm. I went to school for uh, music and theater. So I sing and I dance, and I hadn't done it in a long time. Mm. So when I did it with them, it was like you bring back the child in yourself. You know what I mean? And sometimes we get so caught up in our adult life, we forget to do the things that actually feed our souls. You know what I mean? And that fed me. Mm. You know, that they felt like it was for them, but that fed me too. Like, you know, you don't have to just work and do the mentorship program. You can still sing. You can still do the things that make you happy. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I love that feeding your soul. Going back to what um, Jacqueline said, like, we just get so um, hijacked by what's going on in life. Mm -hmm. Like, we just forget to to take that step back and remember that we're young. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like everything come full circle. Mm-hmm. So like everybody just got to remember, don't just just get carried away. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Always take care of yourself, but be focused. Be focused, 100%. Yeah. That's very important. But just take care of yourself and self-care. You know what I'm saying? I think self-mastery yeah, very, very is one of the most important things. You have to develop yourself so you can expand the horizon mm-hmm. around people around you. Definitely want to speak about the vetting process. So before, you said that you, you had to like lower your standards, but is there new um, standards now for the um, the new women, the new candidates coming in now? Um, no, I don't think that I'm going to do new standards for them to come in, but... Um, as far as the mentorship program goes, I give a scholarship to all the girls, and okay. those standards will not change. That's not what's the what's the those standards, standards will not change. So because that's my money on the line, so, so it's dirty. like you know what I mean. You know you yeah, gotta you gotta right. earn that. Yeah, you gotta yeah, earn right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the highest scholarship is a five hundred dollars scholarship, mm-hmm. and that one is for um, the individual who has selected a college or university that they want to go to, who has been 100% committed to the program mm-hmm. through all the 10-week curriculum. So it's a 10-week um, duration. Mm-hmm. So if, they, if they've been committed all 10 weeks, they've maintained a 3.0 and above. They um, um, provided assistance to any um, of the younger mentees because... Mm-hmm. This one, the, the highest scholarship is for the individual that's going to college. So they usually they I have put more expectation and weight on their shoulders, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the rest of them because I expect more from more them. Right. So what's the age? What's tell tell the world like the age group? The age range is um fourteen to eighteen. Okay. Fourteen to eighteen. So, um, the twelfth graders, like I tell them, like you guys get the most money in this year. Prayerfully, I'm saving up my coins and trying to reach out to different organizations because. I want to be able to give more than 500 this well, year. Well, we're here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We always have. Yeah. We can always do a collaboration. Yeah, don't, of course. Don't of course. feel like you're you're in this alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. remember when you said you, you got to your sorority and everything. Mm-hmm. You got to the school and you, you had people on fall back, want to mm-hmm. lean back. on like, remember, Still Shopping still is here for you. So if yeah. you need a collaboration, you need a helping hand, behalf, 
Thank you. Yeah. Because remember, like you know, it's about resources. Like those mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. little little kids don't have resources. You are their resource. So yep, yep, yep. So it's going back and tapping in with you know just the people around you for real. Hundred percent. So let me ask you: When COVID hit, a lot of people they was just not prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? How was how how were you able to continually progress with Be Smart? Well, I can't lie, I was so disappointed at first. Really? I yes, I was so disappointed because Yeah, that gasp is real, girl. It was I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that shit was real. I was so disappointed because it's so hard to keep them engaged every week. Mm -hmm. Because I used to feed them every week. I used to have to do the most to keep mm -hmm. them engaged, my apologies. Yeah. Because you know, they want to go outside and have fun. It was getting towards the summertime, too. So nobody wants to stay behind in school to have to do all this work and, yeah. you know, stuff for the program, whatever. But then when the uh, when COVID happened, we were no longer able to meet face to face. Yeah. And then we started meeting um, via Zoom. But then the girls started dropping off like I wasn't seeing as many faces right. as I was before. Right. And then I had my own personal stuff going on. So, you know, they always use me as an outlet. And last year, I didn't have um, any other women to help me with this program. It was right. just me. Yeah. Right. So they would reach out to me like, hey, Miss Bree, uh, I need help with something. I need money. I need this. I need that. You know what I mean? And I was always that outlet because yeah. at that moment, I was able to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then COVID happened and I wasn't able to extend myself the way I wanted to. So I felt so bad because I'm like... This, this is important to me. I don't want them to feel like I'm giving up on them right. either. Those you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Like, that. like for example, if y'all took a break from this for a while, it don't feel the same. Yeah, it don't. Yeah. I mean, we know before, but it'd be like... You know what hit me? Yeah. I kept saying, like, yo, bro, we gotta keep going. Yes. I know we gotta keep going. And yes. that's confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the steps is. that you're taking, those daily habits, those mm -hmm. routine, you know, putting the action behind your dreams, stuff yeah. like that, like... Yeah. And that's very important, but I can only imagine. It was hard. It was, it was hard. hard. We had the closing ceremony on Zoom, and that's where I announced um, all the, the scholarship winners. It was a $500, $250, and $100 scholarship. Okay. And I um, announced all the, the winners, and yeah. I had Congratulations. a speaker. Thank you. Yeah, I congrats. Had a, I had a speaker come um, on the Zoom and speak to the girls, and right. I thought that was great. And they appreciated it. A lot of them wrote me was like, Miss Bree, I'm so sad. You know, we're not going to be able to see you. And then not only that, the girls were dependent on the scholarship money. Um, and because of uh, COVID, I wasn't able to give it to them. And the way the school works is you can't... Um, I can't like sell them money, you know. What yeah, I mean? you can't operate that yeah, way. Yeah, I right. had to actually go through the school to mm -hmm. give them a check or yeah. whatever. So how did they, that make you feel? I, I felt like I was no lie. I felt like I was failing them. Yeah. I felt like these girls were dependent on these. They knew it was coming. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm a I'm a woman of my word, right. so I felt like I failed them. Yeah. I really did, and I was like, it was hard. Even this, like when it was time to start back getting into the program and stuff like that like right now i'm drawing up the curriculum and stuff because we usually start like the first or second week of february okay right that's right there it took me forever to sit down and actually write out the curriculum yeah, it's right. like you know it's like you know what you have to do but you just procrastinate yes because you're afraid you're it's scared in real life Fear. You're just afraid because it was it happened this way and now i'm like i have to adjust so you know you get afraid you're like what if it's not the same as before? And I understand that 100%. Yeah. It's been times like that, you know what I'm saying? I just, I have a whole agenda. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to play, play it out. Mm -hmm. I call this man. I, I just be bothering him. Just trying to just, that's why it's good to have him and, my, uh, and the other partner. You know what I'm saying? Like I call mm -hmm. him, I bother him. Just, just to play the whole agenda out. But sometimes I just get caught up in doing so much other things. Or I just we get, get hijacked. Up. Yeah, we just get hijacked mm -hmm. with life. With mm -hmm. fear, because mm -hmm. fear is a part of life. Mm -hmm. Happiness, like a part of life. So we just get so hijacked with things. It's like we just never get to that agenda. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I get it. And that's why I'm glad y'all have this platform because John kept writing me every once in a while, like, hey, sis, you want you know, come talk. You hey, yeah. sis. And then when you, when you have stuff like that, yeah. it's so important because. Yeah. I'm, I already committed to doing this with you. You know what I mean? And one thing about me, I can't go back on my words. So Integrity. You get what I'm saying? So even though it was taking me forever to do it, I knew this day was going to come. So I'm like, you can't go on that platform and not know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, you so you right. got to just do it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm so thankful you kept pushing me too because you didn't even know you were doing that. I appreciate But you that. were. You but I, I, and I thank you for you mm -hmm. and just showing your presence because yeah. it take a lot. Like, you know, what you're doing right now, you don't have to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you're here. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Not a problem. Let me, let me ask you this. You spoke about being afraid and stuff that you feared. Um, you got bars? <laughs> Let's you know do saying? it. Like, if you, 
You scared to rap? You have little ones and two, a little talk dirty, you know what I'm saying? Alright, let me get a little one. Yeah, you know, a little shot that one. Alright. So, Still Sharp and Still, we present Let's Rap, Talk Dirty's Fine Words for you, alright? You know what we do, it's all love. So, love, let me know you ready. Oh, you're right. gonna give me some. I'm gonna give you five words. Well, I thought I was just gonna yeah. steal the dough. Nah. Five nah, words. Oh, I mean, shit. You have a son in the end. Listen, I didn't know you no, had a son in the end. I Alright, cool. The first word is queen. Next word is you. Supportbefree.com. Free ninety nine. You just follow, like all the pictures. You ain't doing nothing anyway. It's gonna make you feel good. It is because you yo helping somebody else. I tell people all the time, gratitude make you more, more, more appealing. When somebody tell you thank you, I appreciate you. Like yo, yo, bro, good looking. You know what I'm saying? You need to, but I appreciate you. And um, we're gonna go back to the topic of staying relevant during the pandemic. We all have been hit. You know, um, it was times of uncertainty. Um, so, what is your biggest challenge with Be Smart, with life, just in general, like, in terms of 2020 going into today? Um, my biggest challenge would be um, mental health. Mm. Mental health. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm a mixture. Like, I'm an introvert and an extrovert, too. So, I could calmly stay in my house, drink a glass of wine, and be, you know, fine. But then I also, like to go out, to network, to be around, you know, like-minded people, to, you know, feed off of that energy. So, you know, because of the pandemic, we weren't able to be around people and interact with people. So I think that was the hardest thing. Like, I feel like my mom always used to tell me the devil, the idle mind is a devil's workshop. Yo, I was, I actually heard that the other day. That's mm -hmm. crazy. See, look, mm -hmm. see, you Caribbean? Yeah. yeah. Um, Jamaica. Blood clot. <laughs> Not me say it's that. Yo, we gonna talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So, you know, just trying to stay out of my own head. Like, you know, the devil will get, like, when, you, when you're when you down and out, it's like he'll just come in and just try to, you know, move things around even more. You know what I mean? So just trying to keep myself in good spirits and do my daily affirmations, telling myself, like, this is what God has called you to do. Continue to stay focused and steadfast in what you want, you know, so that was the hardest thing, but the simplest things, I know this is going to sound crazy, the simplest things like getting up and taking a shower plays a major difference in the way you rest of your Especially if you, if you choose what time, you know, yes. life is about choices, so yes. it's when you're going to do certain things, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 our world, there might be a day has mm -hmm. an impact on, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm talking about it, like, about, not to cut you off, no, not a problem, like you said, the way you get up and take your shower, like mm -hmm. that whole that whole process, if you're gonna mm -hmm. if you gonna approach it with energy or you're gonna approach it not with energy, it's mm -hmm. all it's all your choice. Mm -hmm. And then you spoke about affirmations, like, you know, you have be smart and you know, you're giving these these young women the confidence, you providing them with the confidence. Um, so what steps, like do you feel like those steps are the solution to 
destroy the, well, to help your sanity, like waking up in the morning and telling yourself, like, you know, I'm a king, I'm a queen. You know, though, that's very important. So have you, have that, has that been transferable to the kids? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I make them do affirmations as well. Really? So, yeah, of course. I make them, you know, say, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am wonderful, I can do all things. Like, mm-hmm. all those things. I tell them to do that all the time. And, you know, sometimes they get annoyed with it. I actually have videos on my Instagram, if you guys go check it out, um, on the Be Smart Girls Instagram, um, of them saying their daily affirmations. Because you may just feel like you're saying things but on that day when you like don't you feel like completely giving up when you say that you know one or two two uh lines to yourself it can make a major difference Difference. you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i'm a firm believer that whatever leaves your mouth can actually come into fruition your mouth is a powerful Mm -hmm. tool yes the power of the tongue mm -hmm. tool Mm -hmm. so at the same time um like with those affirmations i would imagine you're giving them realistic affirmations to say like you know a lot of people be like i'm gonna be a millionaire no you, know I mean, you, you you can say that though you but can say that but like, that's not what i'm telling them to say you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like yeah. you want to you want to give them and that's all right if you want to say you're going to be a millionaire by all means i'm not stopping yes. to each his own mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but let's be realistic now like i am great I am courteous, like more, more internal versus like of the world. Yeah. Cause it's like, once you become like a great individual, everything is going to come towards you after that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I I would hope you're giving them like powerful and realistic affirmations. And I, and you know what? Um, I think I'm going to be a millionaire is very realistic. You think so? Yeah. I think it's very realistic. It's Um, levels of aspiration, bro. Okay. Talk about it. Let me hear that. Cause my thing is, um, um, I feel like I'm, I'm a believer in God, so I'm just saying, like, there's nothing God will put in my brain that I can't actually really happen. Mm. So if I tell myself mm. I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family, I, that can't come in my brain unless that's something that can, can be obtained. You get what I'm saying? That makes sense. So I'm going to make it happen. You get what I'm saying? So that's, for me, it's up to you. And I don't give them um, affirmations like that, though, to be completely honest, mm. because they have so many other little things to worry about. The money is not even... Yeah. It's not even, even yeah. yeah. We ain't even get yeah. there yet. You know what I mean? Y'all could be like, I'm going to yeah. be a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? But for them, um, they can say things like that too, but I start with things like, I'm beautiful, I'm strong, mm. um, I'm independent, I'm all those things. You get what I'm saying? Because they don't even believe in themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are the, the, the type of affirmations I start off with. But, you know, once I see them in the future, we stay connected. I'm yeah. like, you need to start that I am a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Thing, you yeah, yeah, of course. I own course. some properties. Yeah, I, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I have great that. credit. Yeah, like, you got to start. You And, you know, people like think it's funny when you say these type of affirmations. But at first, you're just saying them. And then here's the thing about I always tell people like music is like a time it's like a timeline it's like a top capsule that's what I always say because when you start saying things even when you're sitting in your quiet moments now you can't stop thinking about that one thing you keep saying to yourself so if you keep saying I am a millionaire I own property I am a millionaire I own property when you start being quiet in the still of the moments mm-hmm. that's all you're thinking about that makes you want to pull out your laptop that mm-hmm. makes you want to research real estate that makes you want to research how to you know what I mean so you have to keep saying those things because in your quiet moments that's all you're gonna hear so then now those negative thoughts don't even have room to seep in like because that. that's all you hear from yourself. It's like you live in it. Right? Yes, yes. You got yes. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She said it and she backed it up. Shit. <laughs> still. That's all it's about. You know what I'm saying? I respect it. Yeah. You spoke about you spoke about um 14 and 18 is the age range and how important it is to keep that connection. Mm-hmm. How, how, how are you going to do that, though? Like, after, you know, the program is done and they, you know, they're in college. Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to keep that relationship amongst all your girls? Um, I th- and that's very hard to do because, you know, people fall off. Like, you go, you know, through college, high school, right. all these different things. You just don't keep a connection. I have my sisters that I don't speak to every day. You that's know what good, I mean? Yeah. And so that just happens. But, um, you know, what I always do is, well, I, what I started doing is after the program, I offer a, a co-director chair to any of the um, the high school seniors. Meaning? Um, so if they wanted to join the program and actually sit on a director's board now they can do that so now they're still building their resume so they they not they're not just saying that they were a part of a mentorship program when they were in high school but now they can say i'm a part of this program and this is what i do for this program that's fine yeah so now you're still building your resume Mm -hmm. and you're also still gaining mentorship from me and you're providing mentorship to these young girls because at the same like although i went to college for four years Things change, colleges change, even 
even now, um, I went to school on campus. Kids are not going to be going to school on campus like that anymore because a lot of them are doing it virtually. So these yeah. girls can speak to more of what's going on now as opposed to what I can speak to from my experience. Yeah. So it's important for me to have them anyway. So I told them, join me after and let me know. Some of them were like, Miss Bree, like I really wish I could, but school's kicking my behind. I can't do it. But then others are like, I'm down. I want to mm -hmm. help, you know. So I'm just, you know, just grabbing people along the way. You know what I mean? Grab people on the Going through every emotion because yeah. sooner or later, it's going to be goddamn 1,500. Yep. And then it's going to be like, you're going to have teams. You're going to have to yes. start like yes. Yes. delegating yes. roles to, you know, certain yes. territories. Because yeah. that's, that's the goal. You know, yeah. we got to think big. And like you said, the power of the tongue. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You spoke about college and college readiness. Um, I wanted to specify on HBCUs. Do you think it's very important for each candidate to have a horizon of different colleges or are you keeping it black oriented? Cause listen, if I have, I, like, I want, I, and me and my shorty be talking about it all the time. But I'm thinking about it now. Like, if I have a daughter, like a king or a queen, like I'm not, I, they, they, they're going to HBCU. That's just a fact. But I can't get mad if they got accepted to a dental program. And what's that? Uh, I don't know. What's that? Uh, give me, give me Penn State or whatever. You know what I mean? Ithaca. Oh, Ithaca. No, Ithaca. Yeah, or Ithaca, Ithaca College. College. You know what I'm saying? Like, or Cyrus or Q's. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I can't get mad. But do you feel like? HBC, I feel like HBCUs is the next big tool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? One of the biggest tools that, that we need to overcome. I really didn't apply for one of those colleges. And I feel, I feel not bad, but it's just. I like, feel, I didn't go to HBCU. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even apply for one. Like, it's just busting my head. Like, I really didn't apply for one. But it's cool, though. It's cool. I'm, I'm happy to be in the presence of, I'm saying, an attendee of an HBCU. Mm -hmm. So, at the same time, I see that it, it did a lot for you. You know what I'm saying? So, I applaud you for that once more. Yeah, so but, your, 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 your candidates. Yeah, like, do you think they got to go to HBCU? Um, I mean, they don't have to, but I always put it out on the table. Like, you know, I, I was a class president at my school, so I have a great relationship with the president of mm -hmm. Hampton. So I let them know, like, if you want to go. Go. Just let me know. Like that, it's just a word. <laughs> like if you want to go, just really yeah. let me know. Um, but you know, a lot of them they can't afford it. Like let's just be realistic. HBCUs cost a lot of money for this yeah. education, and unless you're getting a scholarship, who really wants to pay forty thousand dollars to go to college? Mm -hmm. Because so. you're gonna be paying that back after college. You know what I mean? Um, shout out, we did it, Joe. So hopefully he takes away these mm -hmm. um, student loans. But if he doesn't, look, if he doesn't, then I don't know. But um, it, I, I tell them, you know, work hard, get a scholarship so you'll be able to go to school. But if you can't, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like whatever your journey is, whatever your path is, mm -hmm. it's up to you to make those um, connections and reach out to people and stuff like that. Like, if you don't do that, that's not going to happen. So there's a lot of people that get go to HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. They get lost in the sauce. Yeah, be fucked They up. get lost in the sauce because... It, even though it seems like it's big and it's fun and it's like everybody's flourishing, there are a lot of people that just cannot handle the pressure. It's, it's a, lot. a lot of pressure. It's like hard. you, especially at Hampton. Our listen, every I hate to say this, but every single organization you want to join at an HBCU, you have to go through something. Yeah. Every single one. You have to go through, you want to be a student leader, you got to go through something. You want to be a Greek, you got to go through something. You want to join um, uh, uh, student government, you got to go through yeah, something. Like, gov, it's yeah. always something at an yeah. HBCU. And then if you're not doing the next big best thing, you feel like you just fell behind. Yeah. You, you can get I mean? lost though because it's you so really much can. excellence. Same time, like you gotta focus on school. Like yes. you want to do something. Some people don't want to do shit. It's people yeah. that really just don't want to do anything. And you know what's the scariest thing? People go to HBCUs and like you'll be like a celebrity on campus, and then you'll graduate with no job and no nothing, and then it's like, what? What next? That's just bad. You get what I'm That's saying? It, they they'll graduate, and it's and it's society that happens. Like sometimes you graduate, you don't know what job you have lined up. You don't know what's next. You don't know. But on campus. If you're a student leader, you're this, you're, you're Greek, you're this. It seems like you're, like, the best thing on campus. And then you graduate, and it's like, what what now? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to, now you have to push yourself to remain relevant after the HBCU fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a great experience. I'm never going to knock an HBCU because, Lord, if y'all only knew me when I graduated from um, Prospect Heights to now... It has been a great, great right, change. So, so you just say that shit humbled you. It, it humbled me. It quiet. It made me quiet more. It like it did a lot to me. Mm -hmm. um, 
first of all, when I got to Hampton, I'm not going to lie. Everybody was like, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? And I'm from New York. I don't speak to you unless you speak to me. Um, that's how it but was. But you see the, the, the mannerism when you yes. go to a different place? Yes, that's how it was. We on a train. Like, I used to have girls, um, like... I don't, I don't know. I don't take the train as much anymore. But before, when I used to take it, like if somebody was staring at you, the first thing you're thinking is, yeah. what are you looking at? That's the first thing you think. <laughs> but when you at HBCU, a girl could really be staring at you because she thinks you're so beautiful. She thinks you're so. And at first, I was like, why do everyone like what? Like what is going on? Yeah. I, really, I didn't like yeah. it at first. Actually, the first six months I went to Hampton, um, I put in an application for you a uh, opening because really? I was going to transfer. I hate. First you can go back up top. <laughs> first of all, you like you, you're on curfew. On you're on curfew. It's so you, curfew. Yes, you oh, have to. Oh. Yeah, you have to come home. You have to be in your dorm by eleven o'clock every night, and then on the weekend you get to stay out until one o'clock. And if you don't make it in by eleven, your curfew goes up, right? And then um, you're not allowed. Of course, you know you're not allowed to smoke and drink or whatever. But what in not, the Malcolm X? <laughs> it's crazy. Whoa. You can't like it's it's crazy. You and then there's no visitation in any of the dorms, so you can't have opposite sex visitation. So are y'all the real HU then? Because what the hell? Yeah, we are. We're black excellence. You see, we keep we're, we're classy. Oh goddamn! We're classy. We keep it cute. You know what I mean? Because you know Hampton and Howard they got their little their little rivalry. Mm -hmm. I, I hope it wasn't no curfew at Howard because like I'll go to Howard. I'm not going to I'm not going to go to the college. But it was only like, it was only curfew for freshmen. At first, I, I hated it because I was like, "What is the purpose?" But you only are on curfew for the first two to three months until homecoming because they want to make sure you get your midterm grades really good. After homecoming, everybody's off curfew and you, you get to have visitation, and then everybody's lit after visitation. You know what I mean? So at first, I couldn't take it because I was like, "What you're not gonna do is tell me what time." <laughs> And then my mother was like, no, actually, you're going to stick it out. Mm -hmm. And that's that on that. And because that's discipline. That's teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Yes. Yeah. Because I kept seeing, like, when I get to college, I'm going to, and I, you know, I'm Caribbean, so I grew up in a fairly strict home. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I was like, all right, so when I get to college, I get to hang out. I get to do this. Mm -hmm. And Hampton was like, mm, psych, you're not. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? And even in the first week, like, you have to go to chapel. It was just a lot going on. Yeah, no, Hampton. You have to do a lot, but you but know that's what? Excellent, yes, story, beautiful. Yeah, you growth. have you have to wear. Um, we have this thing called um business professional. Every Wednesday, we have to wear um suits to class. Whoa. Yeah, it was. It so was what summer. if I want to wear some sweats? Because this is not my Wednesday. No, not not in your freshman year. Like the first few weeks, you can't do that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, they they take it very seriously, and then. At first, it was like, why do they have all these expectations? Like, and then they had, you know, they told us the, um, the late, the late poem and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. even you think, yeah, they, they took it very seriously. Like, and if you're not, you know, so what happened is when we, um, when we decide that we we're gonna get off curfew and stuff like that, mm -hmm. at first you're like, all right, so now I'm gonna go buck wild. But then you already have um, maintained that level of you know, staying in and understanding yeah. that you got to study and all that, yeah. then now you don't even really have the desire to go to out go as much as you. And then at first, it, you know, the dressing up and the being early, you have to be 15 minutes early. And hit well, well they'll close the door on you. Like, they take it very serious. Oh, yeah, but now I'm, when I'm at work, though, mm -hmm. every day I'm dressed up. Every day I'm on time. I'm always turning in assignments on time. Like, I'm always 100 and and, they, and I go to school with a lot of people. I mean, I work, excuse me, with a lot of people yeah. that um, went to CUNYs and SUNYs and then they'll see me and they'll be like what school did you go to and I'll be like him they're like never heard of it I'm like but you see through my work ethic yeah you see it you see through my work ethic mm -hmm. what kind of school I went to mm -hmm. so I, so I get be acting yeah if yeah. it wasn't if it wasn't absolutely that's shown, yeah. absolutely yeah. so while everybody else can um be mediocre and not do the most I'm always gonna because that's, that's what I was trained are, yeah. to do at Hampton that's what you're trained to do so yes there's some pros and the cons but the the good definitely always the bad. Yeah, all, all the time, 100%. especially when it's preparing you for your future. Yes, yes. And um, I wanted to go into like just the climate of success today. Like, mm -hmm. so you see success and you see people that's graduating from college nowadays, especially you know we're gonna focus on black people, mm -hmm. and it's like the job cre job creations and communities and that resource we don't mm -hmm. really have as much. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like the normal average kids don't they graduate college and don't receive the job that aligns with their degree. I'm saying that to ask to you. Um, you have you have your mentorship program, and say if you have that great candidate, and they don't want to go to college, but they have other endeavors that's going to put them in a better position. What's your thoughts? 
I say you can do anything you put your mind to. I really do. Um, because they have a, we, like we're living in a, a society where African American people every day are coming up with a new business. They have candle business, hair business, lashes business, makeup business. You name it, somebody's doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like um, as far as even Instagram influencers, the more you are consistent, is the more people will believe you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. About that might that may be the video. Pre, the more <laughs> run <running> back. <laughs> The more you're consistent, the more people will believe you. Oh, yeah. So you could start a, a podcast and put out one or two videos, and then it gets lost in the sauce because you're not doing it anymore. So nobody believes you. Mm-hmm. But when you're here every Saturday mm-hmm. and you're doing it, mm-hmm. at first it seemed like nobody really paying attention. Nobody, but then the more you do it, people start believing you, and that's when people start investing, mm-hmm. and that's when you get even more hungry, mm-hmm. and you see, how can I take it to a different level? How mm-hmm. can I do that? You know right. what I mean? So, you gotta be consistent. Right. That's what I would tell them. If you're not gonna go to college, and you're not gonna do it the path that society sets out for you, be consistent in whatever else you wanna do. Yeah, it's it's like, always gonna come. If you if it's in your heart, and you're consistent, the money coming. It's yeah, gonna come, yeah. The people gonna believe you. Period. T- talk dirty, yo. Listen, man. Shit. You about to be a host on this show, goddammit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, how important is transparency with your your girls? Mm, that's a good because we have our own life, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like that balance of transparency. Um, I ch- I try to be as transparent as possible. They'll ask me things like, You had a boyfriend? Like, and I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Who needs a boyfriend? Like, why do you need to know that but- Yeah. Um, I try to be as transparent as possible. Like they'll ask, they they're very blunt, so they'll be like, "Why you don't got a boyfriend, Miss Bree? Why y'all like a bunch of questions?" I'm like, "I mean, they up there with the age, so you know." Yeah, they fourteen, freshmen, fourteen, so they want to know. Um, so I tell them, you know, um, I'm just focused. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm focused. Whatever, when love come, it come. If it don't, it it don't. Like, but right now I'm focused. I'm trying to get a bag, and y'all should be trying to get the bags too. So you know, I tell them if you want to have a boyfriend, cool. We have the sex talk. I'm not. I'm not ever shy about that. You know what I mean. I tell them. You know, you know, protect your body. Your body's a temple. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. That's so fun. Protect 100%. your body. It's a temple. Yeah. I'm not telling them. I'm. I'm realistic as well. So I'm not gonna ever tell any young girl, any young boy, never to have sex. Mm-hmm. That's never gonna come out of my mouth. You know what I mean. But at the same time, you have to respect yourself. Whatever you choose to do outside of these four walls, I can't control. But all I know is my mother always told me. Whatever you're going to do, make sure that when somebody else brings it up in your absence, you're not ashamed to admit to what mm, you're doing. I like that. You know what I mean? Mm. So even if you're going to do something, you're going to send that text, you're going to go by that house, you're going to do whatever you're going to do, make sure that when it's mentioned again, you can own it. Mm-hmm. And if you can own it, do what you want. That's yeah. it. Do what you want. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, it, like, I don't, I feel like, you know, at their age, they don't need to be worried about sexual freedom. Yeah, that's not that's not something they need to be worried about. I don't even. I try to be as transparent, but I also let them know like this is not even something you should be thinking about. You know what I mean? And they're so vulnerable. Like especially at that young they're age, they're so vulnerable. They 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 don't even. Some of them don't really you know love themselves the way they should and stuff. Yeah. They shouldn't even allow anyone else in their space. I was gonna ask you because you, you know everything comes from home. Mm-hmm. So me and B, we went to the boys and girls high school. We went to the hop. So you seeing these young girls and they vulnerable, they really accessible. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? At this 14, mm-hmm. it's like damn. So how important it is for household for 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 you and like just comparing your experiences. Um, you know, well, my parents never really had those type of talks with me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, and that that's crazy because I you hate speak, that in the black community. You gotta crazy. have those talks. You have to. That's what transparency yes, comes in. Yes, yes. They yeah. never had those talks. I never talked to them specifically about the act of sex but I know they'll get around to it they'll try to sneak it in there so you, you kiss people you you know what I mean and I'll yeah. be like keep your lips to yourself keep your body to yourself mm-hmm. you know what I mean you gotta respect yourself at all times because everybody can't have access to you those types of things you know what I, I mean trust. but I think it's so important from home for parents to have the talk about condoms about sex about love about transparency about um Intuition, mm, yeah. all of those things are so important because mm-hmm. if you don't have that talk, these young girls are gonna be out there trying to fit. These young boys too. Yeah. Let's not leave our boys out. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all full circle. Yeah, they all are gonna be out there just trying to figure it out on their own. But if we have, 
you know, mentors and even our parents and aunts and, you know, any, it takes a village to raise a child. So anybody that's involved in these children's lives, just be honest with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because once they already know, they don't have to go searching. I feel like a lot of the time people are looking because they don't know yet. Yeah. But if you tell them, they don't have nothing to look for. Mm -hmm. So I let them know. Respect yourself. We're not going to get into detail about what you do and do not do in in Mm -hmm. the privacy of your bedroom, but always treat your body as a temple. Always remember, whatever you're doing in closed doors, if it's repeated out loud, would you be able to live with yourself tomorrow? And if you can do that, do what you want. Mm. Do what you want. No, I respect that's gangster. Like, Mm -hmm. communication, bro, Mm -hmm. and communication on all levels. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially, like, the black family is very important because when they leave out of um, their house, they come to you. Mm -hmm. They go into school. They they seen these examples. Um, You said you grew up where you was... um, like you didn't have that much people around you, but like in terms of black people, like just the forefront, mm-hmm. and that's why it's important for you to be there in their lives and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I applaud that. That's mm-hmm. fine. How do you um how do you pair your mentors and your mentees? Um. So this year I'm gonna do it based on like um. Well, la- all right. So let me start with last year. Let me start with last year. So last year what I did was each each program each time i had like um a weekly session Mm -hmm. i would bring a subject matter expert in Mm -hmm. to speak to the girls about whatever the topic is so if i have a person that's really good in fixing resumes and linkedin that person will be the mentor of the week and if i have a person that's really good at like public you guys Mm -hmm. are good at public speaking i'll have you guys do it with them you get what i'm saying like it depends on yeah i'm putting that out there i'm putting you guys speaking into existence that's all it is yeah i like i like the way she looked at us too like she's like you guys. Yeah. Oh, before we get out of here, Bria, if you had to give yourself, not even yourself advice, but that little queen in your class some advice, if it was something that you can say to enlighten that girl, what would you say right now? Uh, so many things. The old me, am I talking to or am I talking to girls? Both. Listen, me and both. Like, if you was talking to the old Bria, and then, like, what would you tell that little girl that reminds you of yourself mm-hmm. and be smart? Um, that you're more than enough. Mm. I know I know that sounds like cliche, but sometimes you may feel like you're not, but you are. And people are always watching you. Sometimes I feel like um, the things that I'm doing are small and that, um, you know, it may not be enough. But like whatever resources you have, use the resources you got. Mm-hmm. Use them. Use them. Use the people. Use the 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 little camera you got. The little every mm-hmm. resource that you have. Use the little resources right. that you have, and make the best out of it. Because consistency. Once you're consistent, people will believe. You know what I mean. So just continue to use that. Use that, and understand that you're enough. Whatever you have right now, is enough. Because when I back then, I didn't think. You know, I'll be going to Hampton and all that. That wasn't even a thought in my brain. And then I went to Hampton and then I became a Delta. I never thought about being a Delta. I never thought about being the class president. I never thought about having the job I have now. I never thought about all the things that I have right now. I didn't think about it, but I used what I had at the moment and it got me to where I am now. So just use what you got and build on that and then everything will work out. That's all it is. Still sharp and still. We out of here. Bye, y'all.